the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon and thanks for listening in. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're welcome to help yourself to the app at WFIL.com. Download that, slap it on your smartphone or tablet, and carry us with you wherever you go. Forecast calling for a kind of cloudy finish to the afternoon. Breezy, high 45, clear skies, maybe a few clouds hither and thither, 30 the low night. A lot of clouds, breezy, and a high of 52 for tomorrow. So the Phillies with the big signing, starting pitcher Zach Wheeler, five years, a paltry $118 million. Cole Hamels, who I would have liked to have seen come back to Philadelphia. Of course, helped the Phillies win the series in 2008. There was talk about him maybe coming back, but he winds up signing a one-year deal, $18 million with the Atlanta Braves. So we'll be seeing Cole Hamels, just not in the uh, uniform that we're used to. He was with the Cubs and I think the Rangers before that. Flyers home tonight against Arizona at 7. Sixers at Washington at 7. Thursday night football, Dallas again. They played on Thanksgiving. They're at Chicago uh, tonight at 8.20 in Thursday night football. So, it's a new day. And uh, we're glad that you're listening in. If you're new to the program, we're here every day 4 to 5. They have a wide range of guests. Sometimes local, sometimes international, sometimes everywhere in between, and uh, the guest ranges. The list will range, really. We'll have uh, athletes and artists and politicians, and we'll have community leaders and pastors. We welcome your calls, too, and interaction. We like to do uh, contests and give stuff away. Uh, if you're new to the program as well, and you, you know, we, we know that in, in radio in general, it's a private medium, so you can kind of listen at your computer while you're working on stuff, in your car, whatever, and Although WFL's format, it's a Christian format, uh, there are a lot of folks who listen who maybe are just kind of on the periphery. They're not sure what they believe or they're investigating, they're thinking about it. It's kind of a safe way of of uh, tapping in and listening in. And nobody, you know, it's not like walking into a church. That could be intimidating for some folks. And uh, in any case, we're glad that you're here, whether you espouse the beliefs of this radio station as far as, uh, you know, Christian values or whether you're not. And, uh, to that end, we welcome you to, to consider the Lord. That's the best way I think this program could be of use to you, hopefully pointing you to consider what I would call the Hall of Fame verse of the entire Bible, John three sixteen. It's probably the most well-known one. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And if you are walking this planet, if you're breathing, if you can hear my voice, that applies to you, I believe, whether you know it or not, whether you agree with it or not, I actually believe it does apply to you, and so I encourage you to consider that and uh, and take God up on that. 
There are other ways, though, that this program can hopefully be a help in your life, and it could just be to make you laugh or have fun or win a prize, and again, a lot of other ways in between. So that's what you're in for when you tune in on a daily basis. We have uh, hundreds of podcasts available as well at WFIL.com over the past number of months. We've had a wide range of guests, and uh, help yourself. The podcasts are all free. Enjoy as you have the opportunity. Today... I'm very excited because we have a very special guest. His name is Chris Stegall, and uh, he's been in Philadelphia radio for many years. He has been a talk show host, and he has now joined our radio station cluster here in Philadelphia. We have a sister station, uh, 990 on the AM dial. It's called Philadelphia's uh, AM 990, The Answer. That's the, the, the name of the station, and the show that Chris does is 6 to 9 each morning, uh, weekday morning, called uh, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle. And so we're going to have Chris. It's uh, easy to have him in studio because he works here now. And about a month or so ago, he uh, joined the stations. And so we're going to take a quick early break. And then we want to dedicate the rest of our time to uh, chat with Chris, get you a little insight into who this guy is and uh, what his show is all about. If you like uh, you know, political stuff and that's the, the conservative news talk side of things, uh, Chris will be talking to that somebody also as a man of faith and also a family guy, and he's done a lot of things in his lifetime. So we'll bring him in here in just a second and continue our program. It's Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, again, on the app. We also try and squeeze some prize giveaways in here along the way. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon. Back in just a moment. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL, it's a Tim DeMoss show. And because three hours isn't enough, we're bringing him over to this side. <laughs> but you made me pay for this. I, I did. You have to stay longer. Your day doesn't get to end as... <laughs> cushy 12 o'clock as usual good to see you tim how are you i'm well thank you for having me i it's nice to finally meet my neighbor yes it's the world famous chris de for those just tuning in host of get ready philadelphia's morning answer with chris de on our sister station philadelphia's am 990 the answer that all fits on a business card too which is amazing there will be a quiz it's like a three-point font but <laughs> also host of the chris de podcast at chris thank you might as well. I do it every day. Yeah. How do you Both keep it shows. straight? I, actually, I'm starting to realize maybe I'm not. <laughs> I just keep turning on microphones and talking into them and hope people will listen. Yeah. There's well, really no order to any of it anymore. So you have this various, various, not varied, varied background. You got yeah. the radio thing going for years. But what do we, you, prior to radio, you were doing other stuff, right? Or Well, yeah. I mean, I, I can't, like you, I came from, you know, DJ world when I very started in radio. Like it was music. Because I didn't even know what talk radio was. I just got into music radio because I thought I like being on the radio and the people that I listen to on the radio play music. So I guess I'll learn to play music so I can talk on the radio. But what I found out about program directors who run stations that play music, yeah, they don't like guys talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to stop talking. And I kept thinking, but I got into radio to talk. And they said, oh, well, then maybe you ought to look into talk radio. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. So here we are. But, yeah, in between, there was a little window of time where I was in Congress, and there was a little bit of time where I interned for the Late Show with Letterman. and uh, So, yeah, I had a little foray into some other stuff, but radio by and large. Which serves time. you well for the radio 
thing, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, talk radio, as you know, when anybody does this, I think it's always better when you can come to a microphone having more life experiences than just sitting behind a microphone. Yeah. It helps you tell stories. It kind of informs your opinions on things. And sure. I was honestly, as much as I hated most of it, I made some good friends, but I hated most of the entire time I worked in Congress. However, God has a plan for these sorts of things, yes. and I didn't know it at the time. I could have never understood it. I took a gig because I had a brand new baby at home, and I was scared. I'd been fired from my radio job, and I just needed a, a gig. And so a friend of mine who was the chief of staff for a congressman gave me a job as a press assistant and field rep for a congressman. I hated it. Hmm. But I ended up learning so much about the how the sausage is made and the kind of the ugliness and cynicism of politics and government. Yeah. It enlightened me in such a way that I was able to come back to a, a talk show and talk about it with real understanding and perspective that I didn't have before. So yeah. God had a plan. I yeah. just didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and for the, again, those just tuning in, Tim DeMoss show on WFIL, we have Chris DeGaulle in. He's host of a brand new program on our sister station on 990 AM down the dial. And uh, that started, I guess, a little over a month ago. Yeah. And so it's been great to have you. And one of the things, just so folks understand, one of the reasons this show exists and the show that you're doing on 990 exists is because both of our stations, which are in the same building here, we want to build into the community. Yes. So we have some wonderful national talk show hosts and wonderful national pastors on these two different stations. And that's great. And we want to have that to a, a large extent. But we also want to be able to build and have that rapport locally. And you have blazed the trail here. I heard so much about you when I came, and I still do. The minute that you started a local program, instantly people responded because that's – that's really the the reason radio exists at all. It was always yeah. meant to be a local program. And years yeah. ago, people beyond us and that we don't even know started to make strategic decisions to syndicate everything. And maybe it was to save a buck or two or whatever. Who knows why? doesn't matter. But the point is it got away from being local programming. And yeah. so thankfully, we have a management team now that believes in local programming again. And yeah. Shazam, it works. <laughs> well, and to, the, and to your point on, on the uh, Philadelphia's Morning Answer show that you host every day, 6 to 9 on 990, you have had a, a local guest. It's not that you won't have national. You, right. You had Vice President Pence on, right? You're right. And you had uh, 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 Eric Trump, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. But you've also had like Senator Pat Toomey. Right. And uh, one of my favorites, Tony Bruno, long time. I mean, he's great. Love Tony. <laughs> yeah, we're working to get Tony back as a regular, as a okay. matter of fact. But yeah, I had a, had a guy that wrote an editorial with the Inquirer today with the local Philadelphia GOP. Okay. Um, you know, I... Uh, you, you and look, callers, too. Oh, that's the right. most important part, is, you know, local callers, people that can call the radio station. And I mean, the funny thing is, we've been joking about it, but for 15 years... Uh, the answer has been a, uh, a syndicated offering, almost, I guess, exclusively. It's never done a local show. Correct. So when I got here, I said, what's the, how do people call here? And literally everybody kind of stared at each other like, oh, we never thought about that before. <laughs> so we, we just installed a new phone number yes. so that um, people can call here locally. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's the most important part. I hope if uh, people have the time and they're around in the morning yeah. and they're and they're listening to us uh, over there on the answer, I hope they'll they'll call up and share their thoughts. Well, if folks want to chime in. That number is as long as Chris is mentioning it 610-850-0990. 610-850-0990. Is that how you say it? That's how. I, yeah, I've been practicing two different ways. Is it eight five zero? Is it roll off the tongue better? Six one zero eight fifty zero nine ninety is somehow time, sometimes how it's, I say it's it. It's kind of like a nice. It's a nice balancing seesaw there. But I remembered it. The thing is, we had another one that <laughs> yeah. I literally could never remember, and somebody <laughs> somebody asked me what it was the other day. I said I don't know. But one day of saying six ten eight fifty zero nine ninety, I already know it. Isn't that great? Yeah. So again, folks, tuning in. Uh, it's uh, we're listening to WFIL five sixty. And Tim DeMoss show we do every day four to five, but we've had a brand new show launch on our sister station, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle uh, on Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, and you can catch at six to nine every weekday. For folks who are not familiar maybe with you or the show itself mm-hmm. yet, what, what's been happening so far and what's your hope that there are different elements to it? Well, there's a fellow named Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, you might have heard of. Uh, and yeah. uh, apparently the Democrats aren't real fond of him. No, I've heard that too. They seem to want to impeach him. Hmm. I like peaches. <laughs> no, 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 not delicious peaches. <laughs> oh. No, this is something far worse. Okay. Uh, and not good for anyone. A bad peach. That's a bad peach, yeah. No, okay. they, uh, in fact, just, just today. That's what's been so fun and interesting is trying to talk about this. It Every day there's some new explosive or crazy bit of news. I mean, daily. I wrapped the show up at 9 o'clock today yeah. talking about, hearings yesterday and at nine o'clock as the show ended and i started my podcast which i do after the show nancy pelosi takes to the microphone and starts announcing she's going to impeach and then she starts fighting with the press and then the republican comes out and then he and it's like it's just it tim it never stops so you want a longer shift you want to go till noon (laughs) i could yeah i'm telling you i could it's just i've never in my career in radio I've never seen a news cycle that never stops. I take an hour off Twitter, you know, just to unplug and go look at nature and be reflective and calm. What's that? Yeah. And somebody will text me and say, did you hear what so-and-so said? (laughs) Can you believe so-and-so did X? Uh, And I'm thinking, you can't keep up. So that's, but I try and thankfully I've got great help and. And so, uh, yeah, what we're doing over there is kind of trying to basically, the answer, the name of the radio station, I kind of love the whole idea. The idea is, okay, what what's happened? That's the first thing. What's happened in the course of a day? People are busy. And if I feel this way, and my only job is to cover it all the time, then people that have lives, uh, leading lives, raising children, working and doing other things, we hope we'll be able to tell them what happened why it matters and then ultimately what it means to you what you can do about it if there's an action item something to do that's sure. kind of how we look at the news cycle in its totality yeah what it means and what we can do about it uh, so, and sometimes it's just having fun yeah chris Gaul, our guest from our sister station philadelphia's am 990 the answer and he's from the morning show there hosting at six to nine each weekday we'll continue our chat just a quick break also our program uh, this afternoon sponsored by Briner chevrolet and jenkintown we give away gift cards to Duncan and Wawa and places like that. Just simple little thank yous for listening. $5.60 cent amounts, enough to get a hoagie or a few coffees or whatever. If you'd like to win one, text in your name sometime during the hour. We'll make some winners by the end. Make sure you pull over before you text. Don't uh, text and drive. Thank you. The text number for that, 610-500-DOVE, 610 610-500- 500 
3683. Just put your first and last name in there. And if you have a preference, DD for Duncan, W for Wawa, whatever, P for Panera, we do that. And uh, we do R for Rita's. There are some Rita's that are still open. Back in a second with more. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 422 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for listening in. Very special in-studio guest today, Chris DeGaulle is his name. He is host of Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM990, The Answer. Some shows are super serious, and it's yeah. all about... Okay, our next guest is Senator So and So. Okay, but then every now and again, uh, maybe a sense of humor comes into play. So, in your case, uh, that's that's certainly important to you, and taking the callers and having the guests. So it's a, it's a potpourri, if you will. I don't know what it would be to not have a sense of humor right now. I, you can <laughs> you can either laugh or cry, and yeah. if you don't have a sense, but well, frankly, that's that is sort of the problem. There are so many so – Jonathan Turley, the constitutional law professor, just said it yesterday. You said you heard some of this. He said everyone's mad. My wife's mad. My kids are mad. My my uh, golden doodle is <laughs> my, mad. And they, they don't, don't get, get mad. mad. <laughs> yeah, I loved that line. Uh, and, and his point was this impeachment, a rushed impeachment isn't going to make anybody less mad. Um, it yeah. just, it, and, and it's, it, it's just true. If it swallows you whole and consumes you, you'll just lose your mind. Well, as many people have. It so. was an interesting piece this morning. I was listening. I guess it was around six thirty, six forty-five mm-hmm. to the program, and uh, and and part of what you do also with your show is playing the clips, right? right. So, so sometimes you're there and you're just saying, "Here's what's on Chris's mind." But then there's definitely times where you're playing clips and interspersing your comments. Today, as I'm listening to. Uh, as I'm listening to what was his name again? I even forgot. Turley, Jonathan Turley. Jonathan Turley. It was really, it was really good stuff. He, it made you think. He's effective that way. I mean, that's that's what you'd want a constitutional law professor to be as someone that's thoughtful and a guy, by the way, who said I didn't vote for Trump. I don't like Donald Trump. I didn't want Donald Trump to right. be the president, but. The law matters, and the Constitution matters, and, and impeaching a president is serious stuff, and you people are treating it like it's not. Yeah, and then what happened? because part of it is what happens next if you lower the threshold, and what happens, you know, shoes on the other foot next time around. Yes. And, and what do you, yeah, so what does it mean? But the way he said it, the reason I liked it, too, because I'm, I, I was going to say also as a side note, again, if you're just tuning in to Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL in Philly, Chris DeGaulle is our guest. He's host of our new show on a brand new, uh, on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. And he does the morning show, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle. Folks, has, in show business, what yes. Tim is doing is called The Reset. <laughs> and that's brilliant. That's how I know you're a classically trained broadcaster. There you are. What you've just done is for people that just popped in and have no idea who we are. I, you just told them all of I them. hate when I listen in and the guy's like, what's the score? You've been talking for seven minutes. I don't know if the Phillies are ahead or behind. That is some sensitive broadcasting. Man. No, and look, when you talk about do uh, you know? Can anybody do this? This ain't easy, <laughs> and that is actually a very conscious, well-trained broadcast mind. Because a lot of people, like you said, they come in and they'll talk for ten minutes. 
Never, never aware of the fact someone will pop in and have no idea who we are yeah. or why we're talking. As much as we like to think everyone's listening every single second, doing nothing and telling everyone around them, be quiet. Shh. Tim's saying something. That's right. No, not really. That's well done. Folks, you are well served that you're listening to the Tim DeMoss show. Well, with after all those compliments, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, but the fact Turley. that... Yeah, <laughs> Turley. Yeah. Well, so for me personally, and on FIL... I'm careful. I don't do a ton of politics. Um, it's always best. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not afraid of it, but I, I think what I often err on the side of is, look, whoever's in office, whether you agree with them or not, whether it's somebody that you're like, oh, it's okay, or something like, oh, I don't like that person. Um, I guess there's a good balance that's helpful to have, to be aware, because the, the law matters, what's going on matters. Mm. Um, at the same time, I also think, like, before God, what can I do, um, whether, say, abortion is the law of the land or not? I can still be pro-life. You know, I pull the lever but and, and vote. But between four years, what am I doing? So can I take a woman into my home and let her have her baby? And like that, to me, that's pro-life stuff that as long as we're allowed to do it, that yes. before God, that's the best thing I can do. And then I can I can hope for the culture to change too. But I want to be that change, so to speak. And uh, so I encourage people to remember, be encouraged. Your life matters, whether or not what's going on around you is what you like politically. Uh, beautifully said. I love that you said that. And I, I must tell you that in the last year, spiritually speaking, I, I so admire the work you're doing and and the message from this radio station. And frankly, our our, our corporate uh, overlords, if you will, at Salem Media. Yes. This is. I've said this before, and I'm not kissing up because I really don't need to. Um, I mean it. This is a this is the last place that I know of as a broadcast company who is mission-based, uh, faith-based. They, they believe in the Lord and they proclaim it, and, and they, they foster it and encourage it and want it spoken. Hmm. I have worked all my career for companies that are purely secular, and I wouldn't say I was ever discouraged, but it was clear, don't get too preachy. Yes. Since I left my last employer and spent some time on the beach, as they say in this business, and have been trying to find a new place to land, and then Salem and... Uh, WNTP made home for me here. Uh, I have had so much time to reflect and think and work on my own spiritual life, hmm. and and now being able to come here and talk about that. Now talking about the politics of the day that gets some people so furious and panicked. Yeah, I I, I tell you, Tim, honestly, I so much of that I've been able to let go because I I I sincerely believe in divine providence and a greater hand at work in all of it. And, yeah. I, and, and I, it's more difficult than it used to be for me to get I'm mad because <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's a girl. I just, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it's we, a good thing. We should talk about it. We should, we should debate it, but, but to let it rule you and have, and consume yeah. you. And it's a great point because, I don't get it. but well, it's funny because it's a great point uh, to be able to, observe from afar uh first of all also just to challenge myself to to be fair um uh, i could also be lazy and say ah uh, and one reason i would never think I'd, of myself as a talk show host in the conservative news talk realm yeah i don't know enough i know the presidents i know what congress is i know a few things but there's a lot of stuff that i really don't know and mm-hmm. i would feel out of my out of my element completely i guess i could ramp myself up but that said, those things matter, but I've also seen it like sports talk. Some people are just fans of the Phillies are stink or the Flyers are great or the Eagles are – Carson Wentz is horrible. He's great. And so it becomes – and then when you're done exhausting all of that energy, where are you? So if it is a hobby, 
That's fine. Like, yes. you, you know, enjoyed it. It was entertaining to think about. Does it, in the end, and you said it earlier, does it actually ever result in you doing something? Action, yeah. Right. So I think there is value to the entertainment side, to the information side. What did they say? But if you listen and, and there's no change in your life, like, is it? How good is that? How helpful is that? And so that's where... That's why I'm always trying to balance um, being aware of what's going on around me, who's in authority, who's been elected, voting. I do vote at every election. I believe it's important. Yes. But and informing myself, combined with the day-to-day of having a wife and five children and a lot of other responsibilities and trying to at least – if I'm going to pour my energy into anything, I want to be the fa- being a faithful husband and dad. Yes. And then whatever leftovers I have about what did Pelosi say, what yes. did Barack Obama say, what did Trump say or not say or who's tweeting who and <laughs> – Who's, who's peaching who? Good for you. That's that's how it should be. You know, George Will, uh, who I've kind of fallen out of, or who has kind of fallen out of my favor over the years, and it doesn't really matter. But George Will is a great uh, political commentator from way back, and um, a conser- yeah. conservative guy. But he hates Donald Trump's guts, so that's where he and I kind of part. Okay, uh, doesn't really matter. One thing he said to me on a on a show years ago, and I always thought it so smart. Was that there? What he reminded me that there was a period of time in this country where we weren't waking up every day wondering what the president said or thought. Yeah, there were stretches of days, weeks, where this country functioned without knowing the president's every move. Fireside chat by design. <laughs> that's the way it used to be. Yes, and in fact, the way we're to govern ourselves is designed to be quite local. It's supposed to be our hmm. cities and townships and counties and municipalities and where we live in our neighborhoods. That's where you can impact change, and those are the people, frankly, that have the most influence or control or whatever in your daily life. Yeah. The local school board, the the trash pickup, the tax levies, those things. And and do yeah. people tune out, turn out for those things? No. There's zero interest in it because all we're doing all the time is talking about Pelosi and the president and this federal government thing that's up there, out there in D.C. Yeah. We – we've we've got it all backwards we've ignored hmm. our lives and our local communities in my view for this kind of political soap opera that, yeah that matters <laughs> but it's it's very much out of our control in a lot of ways yeah but we can impact our communities in big ways that's real that's well said yeah. chris de gaulle hosts the philadelphia's morning answer with chris de gaulle to show on our sister station philadelphia's am 990 the answer also hosts the Chris DeGall podcast at ChrisDeGall.com. We'll do a quick break, come back, continue our conversation. Just a brief check on the forecast first. Kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon, eventually clearing out tonight. Low 30, a lot of clouds tomorrow, maybe a little morning sun first. Breezy, high 52. Phillies with that big signing yesterday of Zach Wheeler, five years, 118 million. Cole Hamels, Phillies favorite, uh, you know, fan favorite for years, uh, years past, signing a one year deal with the Braves. Flyers home tonight against Arizona at seven. Sixers at Washington at seven. And Dallas at the Bears tonight in Thursday night football at 820. Back with more. It's the Tim DeMoss show, AM 560 WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 435 of the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560. WFIL, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Chris DeGaulle, uh, our guest, host of Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle on our sister station, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday. Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer is the Station. You can also catch him separately, Chris DeGaulle's podcast at ChrisDeGaulle.com. There are 
two S's in the middle there, just to clarify that. Uh, and I know it's been a long day for you. I don't want to keep you much longer. Folks can hear more of you and your thoughts and the show that you do again every day. <laughs> like them or not. <laughs> the podcast is available as well. And, to, and, to, and again, clarify, there are two podcasts. There's the Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle podcast, 6 yeah. to 9. And that's usually up by lunchtime-ish, uh, early afternoon. And then you also have the ChrisDeGaulle.com podcast, which is how how different is that? Is it more of what that that day's topics, but expand in other directions, or yeah. So uh, you know, for today is a, a good example of um, you know we hit on a lot of the same topics, obviously, because there's a lot of crossover. But today on my podcast, for instance, I was able to speak at length. I spent uh, over half an hour with the former Secretary of the United States Senate, a guy named Kelly Johnston. Kelly's uh, living here in the Philadelphia area now. Okay. But he's a creature of Washington. He came from the United States Senate. He knows the functions of Congress. And so we had an in-depth discussion on the podcast today uh, about what next. So they vote to impeach. It appears in the House. It looks like they're going to. We don't necessarily know for a fact, but let's assume they do. So then it moves to the Senate. What does that look like procedurally? How long does that take? Hmm. The guy that runs the Senate, Mitch McConnell, uh, what will he do? How does that work? Kelly's been in the Senate. He physically knows a lot of these people. So we talked about actually how this will function and play out as best he sees it. And uh, so it's kind of a chance to to go long form and, of course, uh, uninterrupted. Right. Without, and, and it's yeah. a different a different form of education, if you will, or engagement because you're not taking callers in the podcast. That's the one thing about having done the podcast for so long. Yeah. People were saying, I want to call. I want to interact. I want to talk. Yeah. Because it's not live. So yes. the podcast kind of lives for your consumption at your on your own schedule. Yeah. Whereas we're live and interactive every morning, six to nine. So before I let you get going yeah. to your family, talk about that side of things a little bit. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, family of uh, five altogether, maybe making me five. Uh, my wife of uh, almost 20 years next year, Christine. Oh. She's a stay-at-home mom. And then my three kids, uh, two sons and a daughter. My oldest son is uh, 14, uh, freshman in high school. Okay. My middle son, Drew, is, uh, what is he? He's 13. He's in eighth grade, coming on into high school. Yeah. And then my daughter's 11. She's in She's in fifth grade. What are they into? My oldest is a, a big football guy. He loves playing football. And okay. I said, I'm I'm glad you're playing. Um, I love watching it. I was a miserable football player. I just didn't have it in me. Uh, in fact, I remember playing football as a kid. I did it because I thought my dad loved it and he played it. Yeah. Never pushed me to, but I played it because I didn't know what to do. And I thought that'd make dad proud. I remember playing it one day. <laughs> they put me on the line and I just got smoked. I mean, just run over time and again. I'm lined up against these guys that are growling at me, physically growling. <laughs> they mow me over and I'm miserable. I'm just being pummeled. And I walked over to my dad and I said, dad, I, I'm sorry. I just hate football. I can't, I, I don't want to play this game and he I, i'll never forget this he looked at me and said well then why are you playing it you know as i never asked you to play it and he didn't he never once pushed Isn't me that to funny do it. but i did but i thought you yeah he what? didn't care <laughs> so i have had this honest talk with my son forever i it's like as long as he's expressed interest in playing don't play for me i don't care if you're playing if you don't like it don't do it and i like i almost try to talk him out of it because i i love to watch it i said i hated playing this he loves it on his own. So um That's good. That's good to have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, not I, assume one way or the other. Well, I just I was like, I don't ever want him to think that he's disappointing me if he says I'm out. Yeah. 
But no, he loves it. You can't stop him from playing it. He wants to play. And so I tell him, I'm glad you're playing now because uh, I'm sure in a few years it won't even be legal anymore. Yeah. I think gone it's... will be the days of tackle football in high school. Some so. of the players themselves, even the pros, are saying, I, I made my living in it, but I'm not letting my kid play it. Yeah. You know? I mean, so. Yeah, and I've had some friends tell me that it's a terrible mistake to let him. Um, and he has, I mean, to be honest, he has had a concussion. He got a terrible concussion last year. Yeah. Um, and I thought he'd be done. I didn't think he'd want to play, but our decision was to let him if he if he wanted to, and he does. So, yeah, uh, that's my, your firstborn. And my middle son is a middle child. He is he is he's the quintessential <laughs> middle kid. He's just and I I, I say this lovingly. He, yeah. He'd laugh if he were sitting here. He's just a goof. Yeah. He's just a goof. He doesn't. He, he's lovable and affable. He's got the the warmest heart in the world. Uh, but he he's not the athlete his brother is. Very wicked, smart kid, mm. and funny, uh, but interesting because he knows he's caught in the middle, and he knows being the middle kid's kind of weird, and so he owns it. Yeah, and then you know, well, if you have one more though, then he won't. <laughs> Christine, are you listening? Are you trying to offload one of yours? Well, I'm just, well, we have five. You can make a trade, (laughs) draft picks, future considerations, cash to be named now, because I could use it. And your baby girl? Baby girl. She's just the, you know, you you know what it is. You're just a sucker for the little girl. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's she's an actress. She loves to act. She's so drawn to performance and uh singing and drama and all that she's really put that to work in church uh i we were sitting in worship last week and it was uh, just she and two other girls her age who did a little trio and sang in front of the congregation huh. it was the first time she'd done that and i i'm just a i weep like dick vermeil <laughs> i just weep tim i'm a crier i just am that's uh that's my family we just i'm an emotional sap and, and I just sat there just blubbering. As you should. Watching her sing. So, yeah, all's well. Thank you for That's asking. Good. Absolutely. Asking. And how about your wifey? What is she? Is she, uh, I mean, taking care of the family. Stay-at-home but... mom, yeah. She originally from Chicago. Uh, she was a school teacher. Um, that's when I met her. She uh, she was studying to teach school, and she did for the first few years of our marriage while mm-hmm. uh, she raised our first two boys. And then uh, by the time we had the third, you know the math on daycare for that kind of thing and yeah. babysitters and that sort of thing. And I'll tell you that she did not fancy herself a stay-at-home mom. Um, she, she, in fact, we didn't really fancy ourselves as parents. <laughs> and, and, Somebody should have told yeah, you something, right? And we didn't even have, you know, first five years we were married, we didn't even have kids. We just enjoyed traveling and kind of being selfish. And one became two right away. Irish mm. twins, and then I said, "Why not three? Because I thought it was kind of funny after two. I was like, "Eh, what, why not?" Was she laughing? No. <laughs> In fact, I'll tell you this: you know, uh, after our third came, I remember she she had the third delivered uh, by cesarean, and and I remember the doctor. We were having the discussion. The doctor standing over her, splayed out like a, a, a filleted carcass on the table. It's the most <laughs> grisly. I just and she's talking over my conscious wife, who's you know laying there. Yeah. I'll never forget this moment as long as I live. And the doctor said, are you sure? Looks at me because she's about to do the thing yeah. to shut it down. Oh, oh. Forever. Yeah. Because that was the plan. We're going to go in there. We're going to extract the baby girl. And then we're shutting and down you, the factory. And you knew you had a girl? I knew we had a girl. Okay. And it was exciting and I'm emotional. And we had the baby. And then and now before we close her up and lock her down. Yeah. Last chance. She looks at me and she goes, Dad, last chance. Do you have any misgivings? Are you thinking about it? And I did. Hmm. I did. But I didn't say anything because you don't say anything when your wife's laying there. Yeah. laid out and just had the baby. And my wife, without missing a beat, said, no, shut it down. Do it. Shut it out. I was like, 
okay. That's two votes right there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's it. But I, if she were to be honest, and if we were to be honest today, yeah. That that was an emotional decision in the moment that I think had we to do it over again and go back and tell ourselves what we know now today, we'd have done it again. We'd have had another one. Yeah. We would have. And and we've often even talked about adoption. Yes. Um, um, and I know you know quite a bit about it and talked have yeah. talked a lot about it here. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that we're still not open to it. I, I don't quite know how that works at our age and stage, but um, – yeah, it could be a win-win. Our hearts are open to the idea. I won't. I won't discount it. But I don't at this exact hour. Uh, oh my gosh, I don't know. That's big. That's big <laughs> stuff. That's big stuff. Well, Chris DeGaulle, uh, thank you for hanging out way beyond your time. And uh, for folks again, just tuning in to listen to WFIL in Philadelphia on five sixty. And uh, Chris is host of our new show on our sister station in Philadelphia's AM nine ninety, The Answer. And the program he hosts is six to nine every weekday. Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle. That you can also catch the podcast of that show at w, uh, at actually at 990theanswer.com. And Chris has his own separate podcast he records after the morning. So he's a busy guy. ChrisDeGaulle.com is where you can find that. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime, man. I, look, it's an honor that you asked. I really thank you for the invitation. And uh, congratulations on all the success of your show here. This is uh, when I came here to this building and, and we launched this morning show. Everyone raved about... Uh, the strength and success of of your show on WFIL and how important it's been to the kind of the rebirth of Salem, Philadelphia, having local programming. You have led the way here in the building, so congratulations. Well, and I, I've heard it's just explosively successful, so congratulations. You. Glory to God on that. Amen. And uh, I'm going to ask you one PS, yes. right, because okay. I can. But first, I have a quick break to take. We'll come right back and conclude our time with Chris DeGaulle. It's Tim DeMoss show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Four forty eight, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Very special in studio guest today, Chris DeGaul is his name. Host of the uh, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle show, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekday mornings on WFIA, I'm sorry, on WNTP, our sister station. And uh, that's the, the station is Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, technically speaking. Um, and also host of the Chris DeGaulle podcast at ChrisDeGaulle.com. And uh, so we're winding down our time together. Uh, although you have already done this, I just had at the very end of my little note here a little known factoid. Yeah. For example, that you're afraid of flamingos. <laughs> or, like my wife, puts ketchup and peanuts on her spaghetti. Okay. So you anything a little wild like that, whether, I mean, could be certainly something very generic. Or, or it could be a food thing that's a little different. Most people don't do it that way. But you found, I put yogurt in my spaghetti. Really? I love it. Yogurt in your spaghetti. Uh-huh. And I don't mind the parm cheese on it, too. Now, what does that do for you? It just... Is it it's a thickening like a, agent? Yeah, creamy. Or you like the sweetness? Yeah, I guess. I plain, plain yogurt and or fruit? Cool, plain. Okay. And it cools it off a little bit if it's hot, and it's just kind of a nice contrast. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't do a lot of weird food stuff that comes to mind. I, you know, I, I, I adore some people this disgusts, but I'm not the only one that does it. I know I, I love ketchup on scrambled eggs. Yeah. That, is I that do that. Normal. Nah, some people I've heard think it's crazy. I, I'll do that. Yeah. I don't uh, a little dab on the side and I like, like jalapenos or something. I like, I like spicy. I like pulp in the juice. I like, do you? you know, that kind of, do you, are you a plain 
Uh, no pulp guy? Oh, I'm a very, very big no pulp guy. Okay. I can't. I will tell you, Beats, this probably is also not odd. <laughs> I can't I can't be in the room with Beats. Beats trigger really? in me a, a, a visceral, guttural, <laughs> uh, regurgitating motion. I mean, I, I will vomit. Wow! At the at the sight, the thought of of a beat. Interesting. I don't know. So there's this product out there that a lot of people in our business beat endorse. Dorm? Yeah. Oh. Can should we even talk oh, about well, it? I don't, don't want to. Whatever. It has beats in it. it. Well, it's it's a product. It's a powder that's called. And I'm not. Don't misunderstand. Yeah. It's called Super Beats. <laughs> Super Beats, and the whole thing is, but it's, a, it's no. a powder to make you feel better and vitamins. And I've got a lot of colleagues that endorse the Super Beats. I could never in a million years swallow something called Super Beats. Not to be confused with the Beats headphones. No, no, those. No, B-E-A-T-S. <laughs> you would be okay with that. Totally comfortable with that. Uh, so, the, yeah, Good. there you go. Chris DeGaulle, thank you, sir. Thank you, my Enjoy, friend. Say hi to your wife and children. And, you know, we have something in common because your wife and my wife are the same name. Well, my wife's Christina. Okay, and mine's Christine. Christine. Right. Yeah. And we have two boys and a, and a girl. Mm-hmm. And then we wound up having two more girls. But we both have two boys and a girl. Oh, my gosh. So there are probably other things. And I have to throw the sports thing in because you wear your Kansas City jersey every now and again. Yeah, big Chiefs fan. Because you're from that. T- so, and when the Royals won the World Series? That was cool. I had the privilege because of the region we live. It was just down the road. Uh, they won game five of the World Series in 2015 at City Field in New York. So we were able to actually go. Nice. Um, because it was, I mean, that that that, um, that World Series game, what was so cool about that? I know you're wrapping up, sorry. No, but, it's fine. Uh, Mets fans, you know, they didn't care about the Royals. It was the World Series. Right. So it was game five. But those tickets were actually easy to, easier to come by than they would have been had I been in Kansas City. Which is where you're from. That's I'm why I bring it Kansas up. Kansas City, right. yeah. Originally. So, so New York's just down the road. And I called some friends in Kansas City who I knew weren't going to make the trip. Uh-huh. And, and they pulled some strings and made arrangements. So I actually got to watch my Kansas City Royals after 30 years. I mean, I was a child, literal child, like eight, yeah. when they won the last World Series. So to be an adult watching the Kansas City Royals in New York win the World Series was a trip. Very cool. Did yeah. you grow up in Kansas City? Yeah, born and raised. Okay, and then you came here a number of years ago, did radio, and, and now we have you here at our sister station, WNTP. About, about the last 10 years here, but otherwise yeah. always Kansas City, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have, of course, we share a former head coach, and Andy Reid. Yeah, that's weird. Longtime Philly there. and I got know. here, and Andy went there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you guys just... so. <laughs> Maybe. And, Have you been in the same room at the same time? Oh, no, we've not, and uh, on, only hmm. only one of us didn't get fired from the other place yet, so <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Well, and the last thing is, I was at the World Series when the Phillies beat the Royals in 1980. Really? I was 12 years old in right field in the 700 seats at the, at the Vet. Wow! With my dad. Game six, when Willie Wilson struck out against Tug McGraw. Yes. Hands in the air. I remember literally, the one thing I remember, besides being with my dad, my hands were in the air. It's a perfect age to watch when you're 12. 12, And wow. you grew up on Mike Schmidt and Greg Luzinski and Steve Carlton. And, the, and all those losses they had to the Reds and the Dodgers, they finally break through. I remember literally for a number of minutes, my arms being up in the air. All this uh, youth, not frustration because it was fun watching, but to finally see them break through. It wasn't like 30 seconds. My arms just up. And everybody's arms were up because That's they're like, awesome. Phillies hadn't won a World Series since... I guess it was the first one. I'm thinking, did they? It was the first. Even kids doesn't back in the 1908 or something when they were the Philadelphia Athletics or whatever. But Philadelphia Phillies yes. winning all that joy that night. I remember people just honking all night long on the ride home. It just it was it was very very palpable in the air. And you know what's so. funny is that Mike Schmidt and George Brett are very very good friends today. 
Two of the greatest ever. Yeah. At that third base position. And they're, they're great. I didn't know that until I moved here. I knew George Brett a bit from the broadcast side of things in Kansas City. Uh, and then I came here and I actually was uh, lucky enough to, to, through a charity event, I golfed with Mike Schmidt and, oh. uh, and, and was talking over around a golf to Mike Schmidt about that, that 1980 through 85 run that the Royals had had. Yes. And found out that he and George Brett are great friends. I was like, really? Cause I, you know, in their day, they were the most competitive monsters out there. Yes. Uh, but they're pals, which is kind of cool. That's interesting. It's a very small club. In a way, I would think that they'd be able to understand each other, just like anybody in a really high echelon job. Even presidents who don't get along, they would understand yes. what it's like to be a president, for example. It's been a weird thing, this Kansas City-Philadelphia. It's I never thought, I mean, to be honest with you, coming from Kansas City, born and raised, I just didn't, I didn't think much about Philadelphia, nor would anybody in Philadelphia think much of Kansas City. Yeah. But since I've come here, and I don't know if it's just because I'm sensitive to it or what, but it the number of times Kansas City and Philadelphia have crossed paths, the Andy Reid thing, the Nick Foles thing. Nick Foles was in Kansas City for a while. Yes, right. Um, it, you know, the Royals-Phillies thing. The Royals uh, hosted the All-Star game the the year Cole Hamels went uh, to be an All-Star in Kansas City. And uh, I, at the time, was working with the Phillies radio station. So I went to cover the Phillies uh, at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. I have yeah. – so it's strange. I uh, yes. In many ways, Philadelphia is very similar to Kansas City. They're both – Philadelphia does not feel like the large East Coast city that it really is. Hmm. It feels very much more like Kansas City was to me. Well, on, on that note, as a side thing, I would mentioned before to you, I think off the air, I've, and I've said on there too, I've done a lot of Lyft and Uber driving, which yes. I find fascinating. It's oh, unbelievable. Gosh, yeah. It's almost like playing DJ. Because yes. I'll get someone gets in the car and I have I have a CD that has twenty songs on it and it ranges from like Jackson Five to to, to something brand new like Justin Timberlake uh, you know can't stop the feeling just yes. something newer and based upon who gets in the car I'll jump into sixties seventies eighties nineties and everybody's in the car for fifteen to twenty minutes and and it's like a radio programming thing plus the way you interact with them yes and uh, anyway as I traveled one of the things I heard a lot from out of towners was how they like Philadelphia because it was it's um. It's big, but it's not too big. Yes. And you can kind of not say do everything, but you can do a lot of things realistically, tangibly. You can go from point A to B to C to D, as opposed to, say, those who came from Los Angeles say everything's really spread out. It's hard to feel like you did stuff because it's just all over. It's way separated. Not like you hop on a get, get a Lyft, get an Uber, get a, a bus or whatever it is to go from point A to point B and C and D. So anyway. it's a great point, yeah. and it's it's close to everything. I get it. I mean, having lived here, that's why I wanted to stay. Raised my family here, and I was so glad to be able to come to WNTP. And the answer because I I didn't want to leave. We put in ten years here. We my kids grew up here. My wife made friends here, and this is just a great town to live. Yeah, it's it's culturally close to lots of things. Yep. It's got its great own vibrant culture, but it's still kind of a tighter community. No, it's it's just a it's a great American city. Well, so glad to be here. We're very glad to have you. And, and as we wrap up the show, just if, if you're just hopping on board now, uh, we had a great time having Chris Degall, who is host of our new show on our sister station, Philadelphia's uh, Morning Answer with Chris Degall is the show, and Philadelphia's AM nine ninety. The answer is the station six to nine every weekday. You can catch him and uh, provide a lot of good insights, some fun, some great guests, and uh, and feel free to call into Chris's show. That number just uh, up and running, 610-850-0990, and check his podcast out both at WNTP. Uh, the website there is 990theanswer.com, or Chris's separate podcast he does, chrisdegall.com. 
Chris, I kept you longer, but as any radio host knows, it's hard to say I'm done. <laughs> and you know what it's like. I do. If there wasn't a network shutting you off, you'd you're, still go. You're never done. No. You could always talk. Yeah, it was very, very nice of you to be so generous and give me the time. Thank you for the invitation, Tim. Absolutely. Chris DeGaulle, our guest. We're down to the final minute. Just a quick couple notes as we wrap things up. Thanks to everyone who's helped out in our partnership with Transworld Radio, the Oasis Transmitter Project to bring the gospel to Nigeria, the seventh largest country in the world. You've been hearing about it. We had, uh, uh, let's see, Christina in Sicklerville doing a $15 gift. Billy in Sadsburyville, 25 Yvonne in Willow Grove, 75 Daniel in Malvern did 1000 which is fantastic. We're just trying to raise about $8,000, and we're only 545 bucks shy of the goal. Would you be willing to help us cross the finish line? Here's the number, 888-988-5656, 888-988-5656, or click the Trans World Radio banner at WFIL.com. If you want to give a monthly gift, it'll actually count times 12, like one person doing 50 bucks a month and we're done, like that fast. Thank you for your consideration. Thanks for listening in. going to wrap up for now, pass the baton to Jim Axum, Acts 413 Ministries, who leads in prayer next. Looking forward to our famous Friday show tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>